sort of laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak sailing. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. Did you know that compact fluorescent light bulbs use 60% less energy than regular light bulbs? And that each one saves about 300 pounds of carbon dioxide a year. If all Americans switched to CFLs, we would save more than 90 billion pounds of carbon dioxide. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Muni Radio in San Francisco. It's Wednesday, it's noon. It's time for the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I am usually joined by Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth Wind. She 
It's late. She is oftentimes. It's okay. It's and we're not offended. I feel like I'm late. Like my whole body is just confused. I'm tired. I'm high. Oh, THC is just soaking right through my skin. Uh, hey, Ethan, say a little something. Okay, we can hear him. That's good. That's good. We can hear Ethan Albers. Uh, so Ethan Albers is here today. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, Win is going to be in very soon, which we await with bated breath her arrival. Uh, all right, so I'm going to come around. I have no idea what we're talking about today. Uh, I got some he's got, I Ethan's got some eth- ethanol Albers here guesting. We'll wait for the, see if we can have the phone light up. Last week, Steve Poggi, old dumb face himself, saved us, saved the day. And we also had a call last week from Missouri from um, the guy who has his own pawn shop because he has gold teeth. He made a joke. Steve Poggi was talking about it. Anyways, we're silly here today. I'm going to try to get in a better mood for you guys, for you listeners, but Pam might be a little ornery today. All right, coming around. Talk, Ethan, talk. All right, listeners. So... Uh, I watched a very interesting movie last night. Yesterday, Pam, I was telling you about it a little bit. About the Smiley Face Killers. Smiley Face Killers. So we're talking Smiley Face Killers. I, I, man, I, I feel like I want to kill some people right now. I'm going to smile about it. So Smiley Face Killers has nothing to do with that. Right? Smiley Face Killers. So apparently all these, this is a, a, a like a fake documentary, but it's actually about a truthful thing. Uh... These college kids, all around the same age, the same academic, academic uh, profile of you know, very popular kids, uh, college kids go missing. These guys get missing. They always go missing out of bars or clubs, and then they find, uh, wound up drowned in a body of water. Oh. So, and it's always the like fake accident. The, they always say it's an accident. Like accident. Like accident. Uh, no accident on death. Like they're drunk, they fell on the river. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Right. right. College kids, they get drunk. They get drunk and fall in rivers. Sure. It happens all the time. Right? Well, here's the thing. Uh, at these crime scenes, these two New York detectives, the detectives discovered that at almost all these crime scenes, quote unquote, these kids' bodies were found, drowned bodies, uh, there were smiley faces drawn or painted somewhere at each one of these crime scenes. So why is this a mockumentary? I don't understand. The mockumentary is somebody just uh, capitalized, some uh, dickhead capitalized. It's a good movie, actually. Watch it. It's on YouTube. It's called Smiley Face Killers. Uh, and he builds it as a real documentary until the very end when you find out it's not. When you find out it's a big crock of shit? It's a big crock of shit, and he's doing reenactments of actual people's like families and stuff like that. Like, that, that, these are true cases that this guy kind of exploited. So it's kind of a shitbag in that way, but um, it's, uh, it was pretty, the so documentary's pretty decent. What's the biggest shitbag movie you've ever done? What's the biggest shitbag movie I've ever done? Uh, probably the biggest shitbag movie I've ever done is I essentially made a girl homeless when I was living with a baby. You made her homeless? I made her homeless. She was living with me in a house and... Was she paying rent? No, she eh, wasn't. Fuck that bitch. I was paying you didn't and for make years. Her homeless. For years, she I chose not to pay. She for, chose not to pay her way. Yeah, for a number of years, I uh, worked as a valet, and she'd take all my tip money, and I just got my paychecks. Oh, she take like all your tip money. Yeah, exactly. And she'd just get drunk, and we'd just get drunk, and that was like a big dream, part of my life, a time in my life. 
Oh, it's parking cars and they drink beer, you know, ghosts, drinking lots of alcohol and whiskey. And, uh, and so, yeah, I decided that I didn't want to be with her anymore because I'd come home because I'd buy her a half gallon of Sailor Jerry's rum. Yeah, it's the spice rum. Spice rum. I'd buy her a half gallon of that shit, 92 proof, and she would drink like three quarters of a half gallon. And I'd come home to just a whirlwind of whatever. Did she fucking her eyes or she? No, 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 no. Not never like that. She was very sweet. She was very sweet, very, very smart lady. Um, just, we didn't follow very well. She was living in a house north of Portland, and there was no, she didn't drive. So she was just kind of secluded out there all the day, all day long. Drinking, drinking Just drinking and shit. So when I come home, you know, I'd come home to that, that ambush. And I decided I, that she had to move up. And it's so not a shitbag move that you take setting some boundaries and taking care of yourself. Yeah. Well, she, uh, yeah, so she took off. We had a dog together. She took the dog, too. Oh, and, uh, she took it. You were free. You are free as a bird, then. Oh, I was free like a motherfucker. And uh, so that went down. And then I met the girl that I ran down here with. Um, actually, no, that's probably the biggest shitbag move. It's I cheated on a girl I moved down here with. And she absolutely loved me. I cheated on her on Thanksgiving. Wow, how did you get pussy on Thanksgiving? Uh, we went out to bar, we had dinner with family. We did a early, uh, we did an early Thanksgiving, and so I wound up, we were out drinking. My buddy Ben, who I'm still good friends with, we ended up, there's these Australian girls, and, uh, yeah, I picked them up, I pulled them out on of the game On an American holiday. We were just fuck game. over your girlfriend, you fucked over America. Pull over. <laughs> Pulled her out of a gay bar, too. Oh, Steve Boji's trying to call in. Pulled her Audio out sounds game. wonky on the podcast. I tried to book her again. Oh, again. Sounds wonky on podcast. I don't know Old what to tell face. you. Uh, uh, I'm going to say that it's because I've got three out the window and it's a crappy microphone. So pull it down and I'll listen. Yeah. There he is. There's old dumb face. Steve Poggi calling in. Longtime contributor, first time listener. Steve Poggi, you there? Hello? Oh, it's Sweet Gale. We thought you were Steve Poggi. We, we're oh, waiting yes. for. We're, no, no, no. We're waiting for Steve Poggi because he's our guest. And, and see, there he is. Sorry, bye, Gail. Bye, Gail. Uh, Sweet Gale is a staple of the San Francisco comedy. Hey, old dumb face. How you doing? Oh, corn dogs and beef sticks. So here's the deal. We're bottling today, so we're out in the other room. So things are going to sound weird. We're going to see if you can hear us. Goddamn, sweet Gail. I just hung up on her, and I said, we have Steve Poggi calling, and she keeps calling back. I feel bad because this is like, she has this mug on her couch because this is the only time she gets to talk to people. Uh, kind of. You want to turn it up a little bit? Can you okay, I can hear, I can hear all. Dude, what happened to MutinyRadio.fm? I went there and it's some bullshit site. Great radio at home. Somewhere Try again. Talk Steve. Talk again? I can't hear Pam. Oh, it's because I'm not. Can you hear people? Can you hear me? I can hear you, which means you're probably not working. Hey, Steve, can you hear me now? Uh, You sound like you're in like a hole somewhere. You sound like I'm in a hole. Uh, You might want to just move that thing on the other side so you can talk. Yeah. yeah. So what's up, man? How's Missouri? Did you uh, get a girl pregnant down there and are gonna stay? No, man. You know, actually, it was pretty tame. I got drugged on Friday. 
drunk on Friday. Uh, I talked to you on Saturday, and you were very in the dumps. You were, you were saying that you were thinking about uh, no longer doing comedy, and you just didn't care. Is that has, has that has that uh, changed? Well, you know, I, I did some looking into it, and uh, so apparently, like Friday, I was acting all crazy. I, like slapped a waitress on the ass. And, uh, really? I was I was yelling and hooting and hollering. But here's the thing. Are so you listening to Aerosmith in the background, or is that on us? That's on you. Yeah, there was some sort of music kind of, like, low-level playing. Okay, now we got Steve Poggi. So you got uh, drunk on Friday. How was that? Well, that was the thing, man. So, I, you know, uh, I was having a couple of drinks here and there, just some, some light stuff, not getting too nutty. Yeah. And after my second show, I got off stage... And I looked at my time, and I'd gone two minutes over, so I was like, damn it. I was like, I need to tighten up. Normally, I'm right on the money every time. And then I, I hit stop on my recorder. I put it in my pocket. Next thing you know, I'm waking up in my bed at my mom's place, and I'm like, what the fuck? So, so you think you got drugged? Yeah, because, dude, I mean, here's the thing. Number one, I don't black out that hard. You're talking like... Yeah, no memory, no recollection. You, you haven't been drinking whiskey. You were drinking whiskey? I, do, I was drinking whiskey. But there you go, thing. and you haven't been drinking. I don't have any memories at all. Not even like a blip, not even like a face, which has never happened. I always have some sort of like broken memory, but I didn't have a hangover at all. No hangover. No That's, hangover. And I'm like, if I'm drinking enough to where I'm blacking out, I feel like death the next morning. Yeah, dude. There's yeah, exactly. And I've blacked out enough times. And the only the only time I've ever had an experience where I, I swear to God I was drugged is in a place called Vancouver. It was in Vancouver, Washington, at a place called the Brick House. And I was there seeing a punk band, and this elderly, like older couple, invited me to their table. And I got up to yeah. pee. I had two beers, and by the third beer, dude. Uh, I had two beers there and then I ordered a third beer and like a quarter of the way through the third beer, dude, it was like lights the fuck out, dude. I woke up my back of my Volkswagen bug. Like I made it barely out there and I'm like, how the fuck? Like, and as, were you hung over? No, no, and no hangover. No hangover. It was just like, I, I, I at first thought it was like a diabetic thing. I went to the hospital actually the next day to have it checked out, have a diabetes test. I thought it was like a blood sugar thing and they're like, no, you're fine. Like, uh, and the, the nurse and stuff, cause it actually legitimately freaked me out. The nurse actually told me that it sounded like I was fucking drugged. Like it sounded like they were, uh, that somebody drugged my ass and everyone wants a baby angel for their own. Exactly. I used to be real well that age too. I was like freshly 21. I was like really in shape. I was looking good, dude. Looking real good. Dude, I'm telling you, it's like. I, I, I've blacked out numerous times, but I've never had a blackout that went like this. Yeah, where it's just like very straightforward, like you remember, and then you just wake up someplace else. Yeah. But yeah, like... There, and you usually like, remember something, like, like the Taco Bell run or something, yeah. Yeah, or did, someone you know, yelling you at eat? me, or you know, you a eat? vision of like a hallway or something that I walked down. I had nothing. You, but you didn't eat anything all day, so that's what happens. You black out, and I mean, I barely remember anything from last night. I mean, come on. Did yeah, you but not you eat? wake up feeling like shit. Yeah, yeah but you, you didn't eat it all that day? What's that? Uh, did you consume food at all that day? Uh, I might have had a little bit here and there, but not like a legit meal. But how many drinks do you think you had throughout the day? Uh, that's a good question. I, w I was going pretty light. Um, so about 12? No, 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 no. I was, I was just drinking one thing. Like, like basically, I either got drugged 
Oh, I've developed a new superpower to where if I drink whiskey, I don't get hungover. That's a really great superpower to have, actually. Uh. So, I don't know, man. That was that was totally nutty and crazy. So did but, you freak uh, out and yeah. fucking try to quit comedy and go back to the church and forgive all your sins and shit? I was just like, dude, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is, uh, this has been dragging on and on. But, uh, you know, they were happy with me, and so they're going to have me come back and headline. They wanted to get a date for me right then and there. But fucking Pete with his lazy filmmaking, I don't know how long he's planning on doing this shit for. Um, but uh, the ladies love the mohawk, dude. Yeah, they do. Dude, there, there are some girls out there ready to piss off their father, and they were just coming at me. So you're, you're, you're out of St. Louis now. You've traveled on. You're in yep. Arkansas? I, I'm out of St. Louis. I'm in Arkansas. Uh, I was able to hack my Nintendo Wii. So now I can play all Super Nintendo games, NES games, Genesis, GameCube games just by downloading them and putting them on a little flash drive. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really rad, right? Dude, I have been gaming my balls off. You're just hanging out in some weird condo in Arkansas, gaming your balls off. Yeah, well, that's the thing. When you when you say condo, it, you envision like something in like a complex. This is like a house. Oh. But like, uh, they call it the comedy condo. It's a three bedroom house. Like in a suburb. Yeah. Is there a backyard and shit? Uh, well, kind of. Like the backyard looks like it was basically consumed to install like a massive driveway. Uh, so it's like you come down the driveway. The driveway's on the side of the house with the garage door in the back. So when you come around the corner, there's this huge, like, concrete slab where you can park multiple vehicles for all the comics. Huh. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's, it's weird, though, because, like, the way this show that I'm doing is working, uh, I was actually kind of off on my information. It's basically it's three of their top-level feature acts with no hopes. So we each do a half hour, and then you just bring up the next guy. No uh, host? That's weird. Brooklyn style, baby. Just bring up the next comic right on. Yeah. Relay race style. But here's the thing. The way it works is we go in today, and then we each draw straws uh, that are at various lengths, and then that determines, like, our rotation for the lineup. No shit. But uh, I think... I think the best way to go would be to open today because there's one show today, one show Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. So, uh, you know, like if you if I open today, then tomorrow I'd be the middle, and then Friday first show I would close out, which, in, in my gambling opinion, would probably be the best show to close out, the most packed and ready to go. So you're so, you're happy with comedy again? You you decided that you hated it, but now you like it again. No, no, I still hate it, but uh, I, I'm soldiering forward and getting down to the ground because I only have a couple of days of work and then I'll be done. But when, so know. you're coming I mean, back next week? I think that was just what we call St. Louis depression. Uh, well, your friend from St. Louis did a show here, and I, I guess I didn't understand what he was doing. I thought he brought in was going to bring in his own comics, and he used – I didn't – I didn't even hear about it on the bacon or whatever, but there were some people that did, and it was like Sid Singh and Arjun Banjari and and Ed Ant, and those were like the only people on the show, and Trina. 
And it was, oh, I, wow. I thought was he was going to bring in there? comics and do a show. I didn't realize, I didn't know that I was supposed to help. I didn't know. I didn't, he didn't communicate very well with me. Yeah, well, that's, that's also the thing, too, is like the way that, you know, you imagine how you run a show one place is totally different than somewhere else. Well, did they end up doing like a full hour at least? He only, he only did an hour, yeah. It was so weird because I was like, all right, well, we've got the... I just didn't understand. I didn't understand what he wanted or what he was doing. I, I didn't understand. I just didn't understand. He didn't communicate with me at all. So I was like, oh. Anyway, sweet gay, yeah. stop calling. Hi, old dumb face. I was, I was wondering what's going on. I kept clicking out. Yeah, it's, it's because we don't, we have call waiting like old school, like when you were a kid or whatever. Hey, old oh. dumb face. Latoya's here, so how, uh, the old dumb face. Old dumb face. What happened to the website? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, we've got a guy who's supposed to be doing work on it. Basically, Steve, let's just come down to this. Anything that I'm not doing always gets fucked up. That's it, okay? <laughs> if I can't do it or I'm not in charge of it, it's going to be fucked up. That's basically the way things work. And uh, right. that's what happens right now. We paid this guy to do some tech for us, and he fucked it up. So... I don't know. I don't know how to yeah. fix it. I don't know how to do WordPress. I don't know fucking anything, you know. Don't yeah, because mutinyradio.fm is all these like articles about fracking now, and it's got like Stranger in a Strange Land and Van Buten Sports Talk or something. Huh. I didn't even know Mutiny Radio had a website, and I've been coming here for years. <laughs> well, that's because you don't have a computer. Didn't even know. Yeah, like I'm learning stuff. That's the day of learning. <laughs> so. so. Uh, so your your pep talk on Saturday was good, and everything on Sunday worked out, and it was all fine. Yeah, so you you uh, you cut off the slack. You got the low hanging branches out of there. Absolutely, there was a guy who, and he he took his he took his sub mixer away. We've been using this one sub mixer. He gave it to us two and a half years ago, but he's such a little shit face that he was like holding it over our heads, and then after the meeting, he's like. I don't want to have to do this, but Pam's forcing me to do it. I, I don't want to have to take the sub mixer, but, you know, I just have to. It's like, and I just told him, like, get the fuck out. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, get out. You're not getting out right. fast enough. I'm like, take your fucking sub mixer and get out. We don't need you. We don't need your sub mixer. We don't need your shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he wasn't leaving. I'm like, you leave now. Don't make me call the police. So then he goes outside and. He's outside and being all like, blah, blah, blah. and Jonathan's talking to him, and Jonathan's like, you're a piece of shit. And he tries to go back inside, <laughs> came back inside. I'm like, you're a piece of shit. Get the fuck out of here. You're not leaving fast enough. Go. We don't need you. We don't want you. Don't worry. We've got, I already set up the new sub mixer. I already set it up because we had one. We've never needed you. Get out of here, traumatic brain injury. Get the fuck out. Walk out the door. And it was, it felt really good to, to tell him. And then Diamond Dave's like, I want an apology for you calling me an asshole. And I said, fuck you, you're an asshole. Get the fuck out of here. I was like, fuck you. I mean, I told him straight up. I'm like, you're an old fucking piece of shit, man. You have no aesthetic. You have no talent of your own. Go. Get some money. Go. Go. Get money for the station. Pam, he's a diamond. He's a diamond. Well, I'm ready to, and I told him, what did, what did I say? Ethan was here when I said, I hope you die. Yeah. He was like, I hope you fall. I hope you die right now. It was great, dude. I just like, dude, I felt like I was back at home during the holidays, dude. All the screaming that was going on, it was fucking magical. It was great. So did, did you boot Dave's show, or did you just tell him to get out for the day? It was a, it was a good day, because I, I got to yell at dirty hippies and tell them that they're, that they're worthless, because they 
that they're that they're outdated and, and ridiculous and peace mindset. And peace and love is fucking bullshit. It does not pay the bills. Fucking get out nope. of here, right? Like, like, so uh, he's not him, doing like, a show done. anymore, then? What, what, darling? Is he not doing a show anymore? No, 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 no. They're gonna raise the funds, I guess. I guess they're gonna they're gonna uh, figure it out. They have to. I mean, they're gonna just, tap all hundred hippies for twenty five cents. Yeah, a they're pop. gonna tap all hundred hippies for twenty five cents. They'll have twenty five dollars. And, uh, and then they'll give it to me and go, is this enough? And I'm going to say no. And I told him straight up, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm angry, resentful, and disappointed that you didn't lift a finger for the festival. And Diamond Dave's like, boo, boo. I'm like, you could have passed out a flyer, you old fuck. I'm like, you could have done something. You could have told your hippie friends about it. No one even knew. The people at your show, they're like, oh, there was a comedy festival? Oh, wow. I'm like, see, you didn't talk about it. You didn't care. I'm like... Everything I do for you, and you don't give a fuck, so now you're going to finally have to pay for it. No more. The Pam Gravy train has left the fucking station. <laughs> I, I tripled it. That's what I told him. Choo-choo! left the station. Yeah. So I'm, I'm out of curiosity, Steve, to change the uh, subject slightly for a second. Uh, how many people out there in uh, Arkansas drive Camaros? <laughs> uh, well, I don't have a car. I didn't rent a car for this because I got a... I, they had someone from the club pick me up from the airport. Uh, so. Did you get picked up from the airport in a Camaro? No, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the guy that I know, because uh, I've been out here a couple times, and uh, the guy that I know that picked me up, unfortunately, had one of those things you have to blow in your car to start. Oh, yeah. So that's a good guy to have a professional driver because he gets a Dewey. Okay. Yeah. No, I the mean, blow mods? He was like, I was like, dude, what happened? And he was like, dude, my birthday, it just got kind of stuck. It's shitty. And you know what sucks is, you know what he blew? He blew a .08. Oh. I know. So it's like, dude, if you're going to go to jail, at least fucking be spitting on cops or something. <laughs> that sucks. There was a guy years ago I used to know, the worst, best person. His name is Glenn Marsh. Uh, he's in his 50s. He had like five DUIs. And I used to part. Uh, I used to party with him, and then he'd grab my younger brother who doesn't drink, and he'd go, Eric. He'd wake him up, go, Eric, go blow my car so I can drive home. So my brother Eric would run out there and blow start it, and then apparently have to re-blow start it like 10 minutes later. Yeah. And so he'd wait 10 minutes and then blow it, and then he'd have 25 minutes to make it home. So he'd just take off. Like looking back, it's not the smartest thing, but uh, uh, sure as hell Dude. funny. Go blow my there was, car. A, there was this biker bar that I threw my first show at when I was still into comedy. It was called Cadillac Jack. And it was almost like this big compound surrounded by this field. And they had all these different bars. And they used to have a biker festival called the Rat Run. where all these bikers from all over the country would come to this place. And every year, somebody always died. Whether they got beat up or stabbed or shot. One year, some guy was... Uh, riding his bicycle on the street in front and he was like standing up on it and he, he was drunk and he went full speed into the back of an ambulance and died. Oh, but, uh, that's irony. There was a guy there who, he was an old dude, he was like 62, he was missing half his teeth. He was, you could tell he had a lot of miles on him, but he had 16 DUIs. 15? And never spent a day in jail because as he was getting these DUIs, it was before the laws would change and get more and more hardcore. So, because it, it used to be like people would just drive around and drink. Like if he killed someone, you're like, why did he kill? Well, I was drunk. Oh, okay, we understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how that's how it is in Wisconsin still. Wisconsin's like one of the only states in the 
U.S. that has a it's like a moving violation still. It's not a misdemeanor. It's like a traffic yeah. infraction, a DUI. Yeah, and the Canadians call it a guy, felony. So he was talking f- about how he's gotten all these DUIs and he beat the rap for all of them. And uh, I was kind of saw this guy in the corner of my eye. And of course, as he left, he uh, he ordered a beer and a shot. Took the shot, put the beer on his pocket on the inside of his jacket, and then got into his truck and drove off. So. And this is, well, Arkansas is a special place. And very it's special. A very, it's very, God's country. And why, what, 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 Ethan, why Camaros? Do they have a lot of Camaros there? No, I just like white trash people. Although, Arkansas. Down, you mean broken down? Broken down, yeah. yeah. With three wells. Exactly. The center block. Although, uh, uh, Arkansas is also known for gang banging. I watched a documentary called Banging yeah. in Little Rock, yeah, like a couple years back. It, 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 like, there was something where they would, uh, they would, Gangbangers would like pull up to a stoplight, and they would. And this was all told to me. I never. Okay, wait, wait. Gangbangers like like gangs. Yeah. And then they yeah. wait for I thought a you meant like gangbangers, like, like the porn. Sex. And if you honk like at them, like no, no, no. Believe me, the girls are too big out there to be able to <laughs> do this stuff. That porn needs. I was, I was confused. I thought you were talking about like like if the gangbang capital, like everybody likes group sex. And when you said they pull up to a stoplight, I'm like, they just rape people on the street <laughs> in Little Rock? What is this? Uh, what is this about? That's San Francisco for you. It's always about the sex with you people. It is, right? I know. You know what's funny, though? Arkansas is uh, an interesting place because you got Little Rock, you've got the Hot Springs, which is awesome, and then you've got Conway and uh, Harrisonville, which is clan country. Yeah, it's very fun to drive through there at night. Clan country, yeah. Clan country. Clan country, yeah. Now, is that like... Uh, I'm talking hoods. Ku Klux Klan? I'm talking some hoods, yep. Really? Yes. Huh. You know, uh, there's an Ice Cube song that talks about him moving from L.A. to East St. Louis and bringing, like, his you know, like gangbanger mentality out there. And then, like, eventually the St. Louis people, like, get into it, and then they rise up, and they kick him out of there, and he has to go back to L.A. because they're too hardcore. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to act with the east side. I used to hang out there at the strip bars because everything was open till 5 in the morning. So you get your coffee. I would get a coffee and watch strippers and then run out to my car so I wouldn't get shot. That is very I can barely hear LaToya. Coffee yeah, LaToya said she used to get her coffee and watch strippers at 5 in the morning, and it was it's, it's a very progressive <laughs> thought pattern. From oh, yeah. Lunch buffets are a very popular thing in the Midwest strip clubs. They show everything. So what uh, what's this week look for you? What look like for you? You just doing one show a night? Is it another one of these, like three shows a night kind of thing or yeah no it's one show tonight and tomorrow and then two friday saturday and then uh i finally got some see here's the thing i realized about being on the road is there's three things you have to worry about that can fuck your shit up one going out on the road with no money anticipating to get your money from the end of the comedy week oh. uh, the second one is rough travel whether it's excruciating drives horribly early flights or anything like that and then uh yeah, the third one is how you manage your entertainment time. Uh, so you've got the Wii, so your entertainment is fine. Did they not pay you uh, in Missouri? No, 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 no. I, I got my money. That's why it's like when, they, when these things kind of click together, I felt like a kind of a relief. Like, oh, okay, I'm not like at the brink of like, you know, fuck it. I don't even want to do this anymore. So that's when I was like, okay, I've got I've to better balance these things. 
All right, balance so, the key to yeah, the Yeah, now key I got function. money. I got the Wii fired up. I'm going to go to the grocery store, get some Hot Pockets and some corn dogs. <laughs> and then have diarrhea. Yeah, I found a, uh, a nice gaming shop in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. And uh, I was able to get some great Nintendo 64 game finds that I was really happy with. What games on Nintendo 64? Like Duke Nukem? What are we talking about? Uh, well, this one I got uh, GoldenEye, uh, Killer Instinct, and uh, this one game I had never heard of before even seeing it was some RPG. But uh, the, the cool thing was is all of them were like way under like price for what they should have gone for. Well, you are in so, Missouri, so I think that everything is, it's a different economy out there, right? Like gold cheaper. gold teeth and fried chicken, that's what you can buy things for down there? No, but that, but that doesn't apply to like retro collectible stuff. I think it you applies to saying? everybody. Like, it was like American Pickers, but for After 64. your call last week, a guy called in from Missouri who owns a pawn shop mm -hmm. in Maple, Maplewood. In Maplewood. And he was listening to the whole... I have no idea why he was listening, but he listened to your whole spiel last week, and he made a joke. He was like, I got gold teeth, and I own a pawn shop. <laughs> and they talked to us yeah. about pawning stuff for a while. It, it was, was fun. Cool. It was fun. So I guess you brought us that listener. I don't know. I'm telling you, man, I, that's the thing I realized on this trip, too, is I have to get, like, a separate Facebook thing for, like, close friends and family because I'm getting – so many people on my Facebook now who I don't know, and it's a numbers game. Eventually, you're going to come across someone who's just absolutely crazy. I got fans. That's what Facebook is for, dummy. It's for promotion. See, that's the thing. I don't even think they're friends. They're just they're just weirdos that want to be around. Oh my God, you're oh the weirdos are coming after Steve Poggi. Yeah, dude. Last week, I think I got. Like, I think the end count was like 145 new Facebook people. Wow. And yeah. how many of these chicks are you trying to bang? None of them. <laughs> None of them at all. Come on. You're and if they're listening to this, I'm sorry. I love you as a person. <laughs> so there will be no ass on this comedy adventure. Couldn't hear you. Latoya wants to know if there's going to be ass on your comedy adventure. Uh, no, nah, well, that's the thing is, like, when you stay at these condos, that, or you want me to read you the condo rules? Yes, please. Is there is there a list of ladies that you can call that makes it easy for the condo? Yeah, they're called prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> talk to, talk to Kanatsi. Kanatsi went and saw a prostitute this last week. I'm not going to ruin that for you. That's Good. a special I radiation got island. Fired up. I got a lot of tension. <laughs> So tell it, twist uh, the list. So yeah, uh, it says if you, if you, rule number six for the condo rules is if you would please refrain from having guests over. We are not unreasonable about this. If you do have a guest over, just check with all the other comics. If they are cool, we are cool. And keep the number of people to a limit. In other words, no party. Huh. <laughs> so what's... And it makes you, like, but there could be a party so in your pants. Sense, That's not a problem. Like, Who's the guy that fucked it up to where you guys had to write it down and post it up? <laughs> like, was one of the comics like, all right, after the show, everybody come back to the condo. <laughs> I, I would probably do that because I'd be blackout drunk. Yeah, we're like, going to fuck this oh, place up. Yeah, you don't do that shit. So are you within walking distance to places there in uh, Little Rock or no? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the comedy club's in a complex, uh, and we have, they actually have a deal with the movie theater out here. So when I go to the club tonight, they'll give me a bunch of free tickets to go see whatever movie's out playing. And then uh, there's a Kroger grocery store, if you're familiar with the Kroger name. Indeed. I'm familiar with Kroger. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's like a little McDonald's and some other things around. Is there a Hardee's nearby? Right. Yeah, if everybody wants a party, let's go to McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> For those who don't know who Hardee's is, it's AKA Carl's Jr. Oh, we call right. it that in the Midwest. Yep. Even though it started out so here been, on the West what's Coast. What's been cooking in San Francisco? Have I missed anything? Has anybody bombed and gotten crazy? Or? Um, I'm trying to think. No, I've been I'm behaving myself. There was a guy who wanted to punch in the face last night. Oh, was it Vincent? Yeah. Isn't he a scary motherfucker? He's going to kill us all one day. He's going to go into the... Him. He's going to come into the brainwash with a gun, and he's going to shoot us all in the face. Oh, that weird Vincent guy. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. And I never remember yeah, that guy's a fucking name. psychopath. Yeah. That guy wears people's Dude. skin. <laughs> He's a, does he go anywhere else but the brainwash? No, man, he goes there and then... In the mental institution, and he gets 51 to 50. He goes back and forth. Well, no, they just release him during the day, and he goes back and sleeps at night. And uh, I walk by there at 1030 at night, and lovely Pamela here and Jonathan, I think you were in there too. We're all in a brainwash uh, and partying with Amber or whatever, and then he was just sitting out there in like a lone chair. It wasn't even like a brainwashed chair. He just like, you know, ransacked a chair from somewhere nearby and uh, was just drinking straight out of a pitcher and just staring at a I wall. Think that Jonathan and I left a pitcher outside because the last thing I remember, I was, Jonathan was mad at me, and so I was like kneeling in front of him, and we were drinking outside. And he was mad at me, and I didn't know why. He's like, because you're not paying attention. You won't even turn around. I'm like, I don't know. I'm drunk. I'm hanging out with Latoya. What am I supposed to? I don't know what's going on, dude. And then, like, I sat with him for a while. I don't remember being inside Brainwash at all. So I blacked out at that point. I mean, who knows what I was saying. Cuntface seemed to be a happy word with me yesterday. Oh, I yeah, used that, I a use that a lot. I used that a lot. I was really, I was really, really, really calling everybody a cunt yesterday. I was, I made a guy leave Brainwash. He was sitting there on his computer doing some work, and I couldn't stop calling people cunt. I'm like, and I looked at him, I'm like, I'm sorry. I know you're trying to do work, and that's like the fifth time I've called someone a cuntface. And he got up and left. Are You're gonna kick soft. people out of the brainwash, but you let those hobos fester and mutiny? Oh wow! Well. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna this week. I've got a bunch of people on my team for this week that are gonna help me with the with the smelly hippie situation. Oh yeah, Friday guy. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm rectifying that guy this Friday, dude. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell him that nobody likes him. He's never gonna be loved, and he needs to not come back here during open mics. <laughs> That's very oh, simple. Well, good. Computer hippie dude? Yeah, I'm getting rid of that guy. I'm talking dirty denim jacket. Like, <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker yeah, is going to get a job with a cleaner denim jacket. <laughs> Did he yell out at you during Friday? Uh, on Friday, I didn't have to yell anybody because he didn't, he only heckled like twice and he didn't bring oh. his computer out. So I didn't feel it was necessary to do it that day. But this week, it, what, the minute he brings the computer out is the minute that I say, I put the kibosh on that. I might. I'll do it from the stage. I'll be like, get the fuck out of here. I might try to do it from the stage if you don't. I think I might spend a whole set Friday just trying to give him a leave and never not come back. Why don't you both make it a duo act? Yeah. On that end. Yeah. Yeah, you go up and you berate him, and then I go up and do a whole five minutes, and then you honk me at the four-minute light, and I do one joke. That's what we'll do. <laughs> so, Steve, you'll be really proud of me because um, I yelled at the conical hat guy, the guy with the, the Raiden hat. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, on Saturday night, and he came in here after I had a comedy show with Stephanie Silverman, and it was really good. And then, right. um, and then he was there, and then uh, he showed up, and the other guy wasn't here, and I was like, "You can't be here alone. Um, I don't trust you, and you're not trained, and you just can't be here alone." And so he typed out to everybody, "Pam doesn't trust me," but he spelled "does" wrong. <laughs> Uh, and so, anyways, oh, it, was, it was funny. And then yeah. Roman Reimer jumped in and was like, he has every right to be here. And I typed back, oh my no God. right to be here. He's never paid dues. He's never paid a penny. He's never been trained. He left his stuff upstairs. He left the place unlocked the other day. Ooh. He's not allowed here. And he, the other guy came in, Jeremy, and he's like, I need you to explain this to me. So I explained it in front of both of them. I'm like... He, and I was mean to him on the internet too. I said, "Get off the library computer and go get a job, so you can afford to Pam, have a hobby like Pam, the rest and, of us." And his defense, though, you know how hard it is to get a job in fast food when you refuse to wear a hairnet and only wear the rated helmet. <laughs> Do you understand? That's it's a hard it's hard out there for a man who cl- needs his clinically prescribed rated helmet in order to function. Oh yeah, but he, he needs to go back to the rice field to give it up. <laughs> well, I finally sacked up and was an adult, so that's good. Anyway, yeah, all to cast. Well, sounds like I'm missing a lot out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you missed, you missed the, it was weird, Pam grew a set of balls. and uh, but, I'm I mean, missing just, World War Hobo. It, World War Hobo. <laughs> Man, I have been placating these hippies for far too long, and they have, they have been getting the... They've been getting to ride off of my work, and I finally had to just, you know, value my work and my time. And if I don't value my time, who else is going to value my time, right? Like, so. Yeah, dude, and the hippies are like bed bugs. Once you get them, it's hard to get rid of them. <laughs> Gross. They get in there, they fester, and they nest. That's exactly it, man. Yes. You, you just like a hippie, you got to burn the mattress. That's the only way to get rid of them. Burn the mattress right. while they're asleep in it. Hey, do you need free stuff? I know someone who gives me free stuff. Come get some of this free stuff. <laughs> yeah, and we've we've got the food. The food's coming later now. He's not gonna drop it off until six. Good. So I don't trust their hands. No, I hate their dirty freaking hippie hands all over the food. And they go, Why are there no plates? And I'm like, Fuck you, it's free food. I'm not gonna pay for your plates too. Walk up to the goddamn store and get some plates for your free food, you freeloading assholes. But when you call them assholes, they don't like it. But hey, I'm done. Yeah, man, they—they are some scumbums. Yeah, I mean, ugh, let this place burn to the ground at this point. I don't give. Really, that's the only way to get it. rid of the, the get rid of the fleas—is to burn the building. <laughs> burn this mother yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> that or one of those days we could just poison the food and tell nobody else to eat any of it, and then we'll really solve this problem. Absolutely. Oh God. I've been I've been in like murderous rages lately. I've just been a mean, mean person. Well, you're trying to make the the place a safe space. You want it to be no, a safe space. That triggers me. Therapy. I feel triggered because you use the word safe space. All right. Oh I feel triggered yeah. right uh, now, Steve. Jesus. The, the, it's so funny because out there in that world with everyone trying to be so peace, and you can't even just say these words out here, dude. People are yelling faggot at people just walking down the street. Just fucking. Well, why are you yelling faggot at people walking down the street? <laughs> it's like a different universe, man. See, that's what I do miss. Like, uh, people out here are way too PC and way too soft. You know, it's just like if you. If yeah, you it's like if you they, these people become so disconnected from how the rest of the world operates. 
Yeah. It's like if you want to do all that PC correcting of other people and stuff, that's great. Go to a place that needs it. Are you meeting a lot of Trump supporters down there? Uh, actually, all the people that I thought would be Trump supporters are terrified of the guy. So a lot of the people that I know that, you know, are like we do Republican or nothing else, they all went for Ted Cruz. Oh. Well, he's yeah, because they're like, and it's funny because a lot of the hardcore Republicans, they're like, you know, actually, the guy who's got the best stuff going seems to be Bernie, but he's so old, he's going to die a week in the office. Nah, you well, man, dude, 74 is the new 62, baby. Yeah, that, that's what, that's everyone's big like slam against Bernie is that well we like him but he's gonna die soon. Oh my God. Well, George Bush Senior's still alive, isn't he? Yeah. He's got to be in his nineties. Jimmy Carter's. Still I think alive. his brain lives and in his big cancer. Yeah. Yeah, presidents have super medical powers. Unless you're Richard Nixon. Yeah, look at Dick Cheney. How many robot hearts did that guy get? Oh, my God. Robot hearts. Robot hearts. He gets Chinese children's hearts. That's what he gets. Fresh little, freshly drowned Chinese girl babies. The ones that they aren't using for the iPhone touchscreen technology. (laughs) They actually use to power uh, Dick Cheney's heart. (laughs) Five a day. Wait, you forgot retarded women, Chinese women, uh, babies, girl babies. Was uh, was everything good with uh, Jonathan's place after the uh, Washington guys, uh, the Seattle guys bailed? What was that? Repite, por favor. I said everyone uh, was Jonathan's place good after the guys from the festival oh, left. Oh yeah, Hall. man! They left us all this really great weed and a bunch of shroom, um, 1.5 gram shroom caramels. Nice. So we, now those are some house guests. <laughs> those, those are the, well, the, the house guests were great. They left presents and they were they cleaned it up and they did a good job. Wow. How was Pam good. living with that one dude? Oh my god. Was it? Did you live with Plum? Yeah. What's that his name? He was kind of a strange uh, fella. Um, yeah. He didn't um, leave flowers or groceries. No. Here's the only problem I had with Brian Plum. He never bought me a drink. He never took me out to dinner. He never did any dishes or did any, he didn't help around the house at all in any way. No offer. No offer to do that. And no, no gift, no letter, no flowers, no nothing. He was just a 23 year old kid who thought I was his mom and stayed with me for an entire week, like seven days with me and Jonathan in the house. It was fine. The only problem I had is that he used Irish Spring soap, which I think smells like really bad, and so I had to throw that away. But, I mean, I just kind of expected him to have a little better manners. Like, no, like he could have bought me a drink, you know what I mean? Like, and said thank you. I mean, he did say thank you, but not like, I mean, I guess the kids just don't know these days how to. I think he had Down syndrome, didn't he? (laughs) No, they don't. Like, even even when I, like, left my mom's house, like, I took all of the trash that I accumulated in the little wastebasket. I dumped that. I cleaned my ashtrays from the front of the house and the back of the house. Took all of the bed sheets off of the bed. Uh, she had stuff in the washer, so she didn't want me to throw them in. She just wanted me to leave them there. But Yeah, he didn't do yeah, any of that. It's well, like if you can't afford to do something, then you got to just try to help out and do something. Well, that's because your mom probably would beat your ass, though, if you didn't do that. No, no, no. She was... Man, that was the thing is I had to be like, Mom, stop trying to buy me stuff. Dude, my mom does the same thing when I go home. She, like, wants to do all my laundry and do all that fun stuff. Because she wasn't a mom when I was younger. 
growing up, she's always like, I'm not the maid. I don't do this stuff. And now I can't get her to stop doing it. <laughs> well, uh, it, it was... It was fine having someone live there for an entire week, but... Was it? Was it really fine? You're going to use the word fine? It was fine. I mean, I... You know, it's... He didn't steal everything, anything. He didn't steal anything. Everything from the festival was fine. Like, it's okay. I, I... It's one of those things. I put in a lot of work, and the outcome of it was not as spectacular as I was personally hoping for. I do and enjoy the fact that your high watermark is that he didn't steal anything. That's <laughs> like, hey, he didn't, but he didn't steal anything. Yeah, which is I a good thing. So, are, are you? What is your plan now? Are you anticipating doing another festival? Right now, no. <laughs> no. I, I don't ever want to work that hard again for a bunch of people that didn't. That didn't. It doesn't do any. It didn't. It, I thought that it would change my standing in the community. Eh, it hasn't. Oh, I could have told you that it yeah, wouldn't have I, done I that. I could have told you that 100%, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... Actually, if anything, so it hurt it. it. I mean, it really, really when, it, when it came down to is that I did something really awesome. I didn't get recognized as much as I was hoping for it. I made, from anybody, from the station, from, from anybody, really. I mean, I made, I made $2,500, and I didn't take a penny of it, and I feel like that fucking sucks. Like, all of my work... I don't know. I just thought it would mean more to people. And, and really what I just learned is that nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody no, cares. It's don't. fine. They don't care. It's fine. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I don't well, want to be a martyr about it or anything. Well, if you were going to do it again, what are some of the things you would have changed? Um, I would have never taken it on in the first place. Yeah, without like a, a, by yourself or without a team? No one ever wants to be on my team, so I don't have a team. I mean, I can't, I don't know. Like, here's the thing, no one else wants to, only person who was on my team really was Jonathan. He worked as hard as I did for free, and he didn't get anything either. Um, I don't know, I guess I got a lot of PBR, that was cool, but I don't know, it's, it's a hey, whole- Hey, and cheese spreads at Asiento. The whole, the whole thing, yeah, but I set all that shit up. Like, I was the one who got all the sponsors. I, I, it just, it just taught me that, I, I don't know. I got to have a little self-worth because nobody's... Yeah. It's, it's what I've always known. That's no why you one, get to charge no, the comics 10 bucks to apply. No one's ever going to swoop down and pull me out of obscurity, no matter how hard I work, no matter how consistent I am, no matter what I do. It's just not in the cards. It's just not going to happen. I, I really should take Ethan's advice and, and go have some kids or something because I might feel more fulfilled. But then that's probably even I more... I said you'd adopt a, a, Asian babies. That's what I told you to do. Right, adopt Asian because she says that they get turned into iPhones. She has not shown me any evidence, but I believe her anyways, because I trust Pam. Well, Chinese people don't give live birth. They lay eggs. <laughs> hey, my sister got like 12 Gs back from the government for having three kids. All I'm saying is there's money in having kids. Well, Toya, I'm I don't know if I'm going to do, I don't know if I'm going to do, I'm triggered. I don't know if, I don't know if I'm going to do another festival. I don't know. Um, yeah. I just know that I never want to work that hard for people that don't care ever again. That's why you charge $10 a pop to filter out the comics, the, or 20 bucks. Fuck it, and pocket some money. Make some money on a motherfucker. No, I mean, that kind of goes against my whole, like. Well, you need to change how you think. You're all about this free love. Everybody get together yeah, and relax, and it's all we'll, we'll all a little bit to help. And not, then you're like, no one's helping anything. And you're like, well, yeah, that's why we charge you money. That's why you charge money. The money is to cut down on the fuck faces. Why do you think people go to uh, 
punchline and they charge five bucks and it takes nine months because they cut down on the, the comedian fuck faces. They know comedians will show up there and expect to get up. And it's a cut down on the flakes. Well, anyway. Have you I been at the punchline yet since it's gotten the, the new person? What was the question? Have you changed? Have you been at the punchline since the, the new guys? No, I'm on? waiting for you to come back, Steve, so we can go together. Okay. So well, here's the problem. I'm all about I'm all about going up there, but at the same time, I've got walking dead ramping up real hard. So. You've got walking ramping up real hard. What the fuck are you talking about? Walking dead. Oh, Walking Dead. Okay, oh. Steve, it's called the internet. You can watch it whenever you want. There's direct TV. Why do you have to watch it live on the day? You just watch it. Uh, because I'm dying to find out what happens, so I have to be there. I already know because my buddy works on a set. You want me to tell you? Everybody turns into zombies. Done. No, they don't. There's people that live. TV. Even what are you, what are you doing now? Did you find a, a place that you're comfortable with, or? What me? Yeah. Uh, I got the houseboat in Seattle. They can't. They called up. Oh, you got the boat slip? Got the boat slip. So I got inside uh, March or not March, April 12th. If I'm taking that, which I'm going to, and that's to live downtown. That's 400 and some odd dollars a month to live downtown Seattle. Well, you have the slip, but you don't have the boat, right? Yeah, I got by boat. So I gotta, I gotta come up with like three grand by boat. Not much. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm just gonna get a, I'm just gonna get another fucking van, dude, and bounce. That's what, I, and just spend my time between here and there. See all okay. these people with dreams. It makes me want to shoot you in the face. <laughs> so I have... You can do the same thing, Pam. Oh, no, I, I, not. I can't drive. I don't have a license. I'm not. I'm not a responsible adult. You could in the state of California. I don't do. have one either. It's not stopping me. Though. Oh shit. <laughs> well. No, I have one. Kinda. I I don't have a license and I don't remember how to drive a motor vehicle, so I cannot really do the whole van lifestyle thing because I just can't. Well, why don't uh, you get a yacht or like a sailboat and just sail? I don't know how to sail. I've never sailed. Dude, YouTube, bam, two videos, you're done. You're out there in the high seas. You're, that's insane. <laughs> Is it really insane? Yeah. We've been. Do you think you're smarter than somebody from the colonial times, Pam? Do I think I'm smarter, smarter than, than somebody from the, from the colonial, colonial times? times? Yeah. Yes, I do. Well, then you should be able to sell because they could sell around the world uh, and they didn't have half the education, right? So. I know what a sexton is. <laughs> what do you think about that, Poge? You want to move? You want to live in Seattle with me on a boat? I'll get cut you a good deal. Hundred and twenty dollars a month to live there. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I would, actually, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, the only problem is, is I'm a cat guy and you're a dog person. My dog likes cats. Oh, yeah, that's what you say until I come home to a severed tail. You're going to live with cats on a boat? Jesus Christ, oh, that's a that's terrible so idea. Oh, oh yeah, dude. They look, Pirates they did it. Why water? is it a big deal? Pirates did not have cats. Pirates all notoriously had cats. No, they had birds. You're that's just a, make, he just makes stereotype. things up and passes it off as truth. <laughs> none, of these, none of this slander and this liable on my show. By the way, this is the AltaCast brought to you by Alta California Botanicals. Um... All right, Steve, give us another topic of something interesting. Otherwise, we're going to hang um, on you. I don't know. You know, there's, I keep seeing all these Facebook posts of these people, like, like being like, man, you guys don't understand. If Donald Trump gets in, they're just going to be shooting people in the streets <laughs> and firing babies out of a cannon. 
I'm not saying you got to vote for someone in particular. Just don't vote for Trump. Like, everyone's convinced he's like the Antichrist. Firing babies out of the cannon. That's yeah. all fun. <laughs> well, he is an open bigot. I think that's the fear. And the way it's going, I mean... Race war! Race war! Well, Hillary Hillary won't have the power. I have, I have a feeling that if she becomes a Democratic nomination, uh, that she doesn't have the force to take him down. Of, uh, you, think, that he'll win. you think she'll beat out Bernie? Well, she did sweep a bunch of states, but you have to remember it's only 24. He's in it for the long haul, dude. He's not going to go anywhere until the very end. And there's a yeah. pretty good likelihood, dude, that she'll be indicted would, and that'll make him automatic Democratic. But there's still 24 states, and all the states that he did, he knew he was going to do poor in are done. Yeah, like he, he didn't even go to Florida. because he. Knew See, I feel, why do you think they haven't indicted her already? I feel like they would have already done that. What? Why, why do you think that she's still going to be indicted? I mean, this happened quite some time ago. I well, no, they because they just offered it. her aid immunity at the beginning of this month. Dude, she's in a, under a criminal investigation by the FBI. The FBI doesn't do civil liability. It's criminal. So she's already currently involved in a criminal investigation. And they've of the emails, 113 were on a need-to-know basis that were on her server. Another 1,100 were deemed classified. And the thing with classified emails is they can go back and because at the time it could have been something minor and they can go back and retroactively classify emails in the United States. Uh-oh. And if you look at the former general, the CIA, you know, the guy's CIA, was it uh, General Petraeus or Petraeus? Petraeus, I forget his name. Dude, he yeah. got 13 months. So there's no way they won't go. I don't think they won't go after her. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Because they didn't even go after uh, W for war crimes. Or Dirty Dick. So. Either way, that's it's it's hurting her either way because what's going to happen is that if she becomes a Democratic run, front runner, Donald Trump's going to step up and go, well, I'm not under criminal investigation. And he's also he, going to go. He actually is, though, for Trump University. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a civil thing, though. That's civil, yeah. Yeah, it's not a criminal. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I, a- I saw today that Anonymous announced that they're waging war against Donald Trump starting April 1st. Who's waging a war? What's happening? Say that again. Anonymous, the hacker group. Oh. They're they're planning on trying to remove, like, all of his digital presence online (laughs) and then uh, going into, like, all of his files and everything and pulling out every small, minute thing they could possibly find on him. Well, they are smart enough to do that. He's, he's, okay, so here's why this is, I was espousing my theories earlier. This is why Donald Trump cannot be the president, Okay. Uh, if you can't trust him to tell the truth about his goddamn hair, how can we trust him in anything ever? He's lying to himself. Yeah. He has fake hair, and he cannot show, like, at least Bernie, you know, he's balding, and that's great, you know? He's a real dude. It was fucking, I think Hillary wears wigs, too. You know, if you're wearing a wig and you're in politics, I cannot trust you. Well, ever. her hair is definitely not blonde. Can we go ahead and face that? Come on, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, her t- her hair is definitely and hard. plus he tans like a motherfucker. Like the, uh, he, he looks like an orange. Yeah, like yeah. he gives John, John Boehner a run for his money. Like who who mostly looks like a carrot. I don't trust him. That's what I'm saying. Do we have any boosters? I mean, I, I feel like Donald Trump is like the drunk guy at the bar who's trying to start a fight and being like, well, I was a UFC fighter, and then before that, I was a Navy SEAL. And I'll just beat the hell, and then he'll get quacked one time really good, and then he'll just, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know, I didn't know what was happening. That kind of happened over what last week when at one of his rallies, someone jumped up, 
um, on stage, and then he like ran behind the bodyguard like little punk bitch. Uh, you yeah. know, and then said the guy was from ISIS, which was false. Oh, well, his Chicago thing was complete ISIS. false. He goes and says oh, how the protesters uh, f- for Trump, the protesters shut it down because, and they said the police told him not to run. Well, he never actually talked to Chicago police. He actually he went and blamed the police and said the police shut it down. I would have stood there and done it. But he actually electively chose to do that. The police uh, were like, yeah, they came out in a statement. It was like, we never talked to Trump, anybody from the Trump campaign. None of our people. He got scarred. Yeah, he, he got, got scared and ran away. Yeah, because the, earlier that day, they were fighting in St. Louis. And of all places, in, where I, I mean, in Chicago, where they were having it, UIC is, it's mostly Asian. They called it, they called it the University of India and China, you know. It, but it's not uh. actually what it's called because there's mostly Asian students there. And then in the neighborhood where they had it is Pilsen. Pilsen is mostly Latin, all Mexican community. And then it's near the west side where you got black folks. So of course, I mean, of course some shit's gonna go down, seriously. That's like putting a Klan rally like on the west side or the south side of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it, it is weird how, I mean, Donald Trump has definitely said some things that make you go, what the fuck is he talking about? But he hasn't exactly come out and been like, oh, I hate black people. No, it's the but blacks. at the same time, <laughs> the amount of racists that identify with him is staggering. I love how the chickens are coming to roost, though. Seriously. Well, yeah. this is a just, Donald Trump is the, is the racist response to having eight years of a black president. That's exactly what's fucking going down right now. I'm I'm moving. If if Trump is elected, seriously, I'm leaving the country. There's I have no doubt. And, and it's I gonna be comedy to, gold if he gets become they, the president. Though. When they um, when the George Bush, the George W. Bush was elected for a second time, and I told at the time I was married, and my husband at the time, ex-husband now, and I would talk about it, and he'd be like, because he was black, he was like, if George W. Bush gets elected, we will, we'll move, we'll move. I and I was like, one. great. So he got elected, re-elected, and I was like. Let's get out of here. And he's like, oh, I'm not going anywhere. Like, wait a minute. See, everyone wait, always well, said that. Everyone used to say back in the day, like, oh, man, there's never a black president. If they did, my Uncle Billy Will would go down there and shoot him. So, yeah, well, you had eight years to try, buddy, and nobody did shit. Yeah, nobody, no, there not weren't any wood. assassination attempts on Yeah, that's Barack like, that's like same Trumpism, though. That's like what Trump's about. Oh, if this happens, I'm going to do this. You watch. <laughs> and then whenever it comes down, they're like, I got a tummy ache. I'm just going to go lay down. I am I, if, if, honestly, if he's elected, I will, I will leave. I can't, I won't be able to live here. I'm going to stay. You want to leave anyway, because your plan was to run away to Peru to go help women knit fucking socks or some shit. I, absolutely. Yeah, alpaca I want to stay for the race war. I don't, I don't, I don't want I, to do anything. I, 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 pulled, I pulled the, in 2004, I'm going to move to Canada, which that, obviously, that never happened. But, yeah, I, there's going to be a race war. <laughs> yeah, it, will be, it definitely feels like they're trying to pump something up like that. I think, well, here, here's, here's two conspiracy theories for you. One, if Donald Trump does get elected president, Did you bring I think our military will assassinate him. And then blame it on some country that's got strategic importance. I can see that. For us to invade them or do something like that. Like the CIA, maybe? Yeah, because, like, the military is going to just take matters into their own hands. I mean, you think of 9 11, but on a smaller scale. Instead of blowing up a building, you just got to shoot one guy. 
I can see that. Um, so, I mean, I could see, I mean, they, they took Kennedy out, no problem. But I, I mean, I also believe that, you know, I don't think he's, I don't think he's gonna win the presidency. I really don't. I think the fact of the matter, the, he's just so all over the media, and a, a lot of the media are, they're enjoying the ratings, they're enjoying the, the reality show, because that's what this shit is. He's a reality show star, seriously. He's a horrible well, also actor. Too, you know, yeah, I mean, there is big money when it comes to war and when it comes to invading. But at the same time, all the rest of the world is kind of sick of our shit. So I think their next plan would be to get some sort of uh, false flag race war kind of thing started out here. So that way they could invade our own country and get our troops out in our own streets. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of it is just like um, the media is pumping it up and scaring the hell out of a lot of people as well. Fear, you know, the thing that you like to taste every day when you watch the news. It tastes so delicious until your mouth gets on fire. I love yeah. a good hot sauce. Hey, let me tell you. <laughs> see, I could, I could also see Trump becoming president, pumping up the race war out here, so we have to start doing FEMA camps. And then once the FEMA camps are up, like, well, since you guys are here, why don't you just start building iPhones for us, and then we'll get our own sweatshops on American soil. The hippies wouldn't know what to do with themselves. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. And, you know, okay, so Ethan was bringing this up, too, this stuff about FEMA camps. I don't understand what they are or why that's going to happen. Why do you keep, people keep saying that with their conspiracy theories? I don't, explain to me why people are going to be in FEMA camps. He's going to run the last bit of industry out of the country and all the wonderful, you know, let's go and face it. The only reason people, the only reason anything exists here in the Bay Area is because of the tech industry currently. It's a pretty area, but people wouldn't live here if there was no fucking industry. I mean, you'd live here, but there was, it would be not tolerable. Like, uh, it's because you make stupid money. That's the reason you're out here. So if that yeah. motherfucker gets elected, and most of those people already, most of those companies already store their money off, you know, offshores, overseas, they have no problem fucking relocating for four or five years, you know, or eight, it's only money to them. They don't give a fuck. I'm just saying that it'll, the lack, you know, money affects everything. So you think that the, you think, so the, you think that the Google campus would just, just. No, I don't think I that, I think fans. they would take, because they export great ideas. That's what they do. That's all America does. We don't fucking manufacture anything. We export ideas. <laughs> to other countries. So I have a feeling what they'll do is they'll just take those good minds and go, hey, dude, we're going to fucking live in Canada a couple of years. You know, it's like, I don't know. Trump is a, no one wants to work for a fucking Nazi. No one wants to be in a Nazi regime. Yeah, it's going to be the brain drain. Think of Germany. Think oh, yeah. of Germany at the brain drain. With fucking, uh, we got all our fucking great classical composers when Nazi fucking came, when Hitler came to power. All the great minds. All the artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah Albert Einstein. Yeah. yeah. Israel was like, dude, just be the president of our country. With no election, no nothing. It's just you, you're in charge, just come run this shit. <laughs> when does that ever happen after that point in the history of the world? That's true. Uh, what can we do now? Uh, we're going to sticker the rest of these guys and then we're going to sticker these suckers. Put them, into, put them into boxes when we get the. He's going to go get another glue stick and then we'll. So have you been doing a lot of political jokes or anything or satire? Uh, no, I've been, well, what's funny is, is, you know, the campaign trail blazed right through when I was in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I, I use it to my advantage with my riff, and I just feel like, I go on stage, and the first thing I say is like, God, 
Is everyone else sick of uh, hearing about politics? And then it would be, you! And I'd be, oh, dude, it's like, oh, that's what you guys don't understand. I live in San Francisco. That city's so political. Everywhere I go, and then I'd go right into the, uh, you know, how do you feel about gay marriage? The same way I do about skydiving, because I'm not doing that shit either. Yeah. And uh, I'd do that whole chunk. So it was a great way to kind of kick it off, but I don't know. There was a, there was a, we were actually talking about this at the comedy club to where there's a, been kind of a fad in St. Louis lately of guys trying to do like really like anti-Christian humor or anti-political humor. And at the end of the day, dude, people came to the comedy club to laugh and have a good time. They didn't come to hear your bullshit speech or presentation about <laughs> what you think the world should be doing. You know? Sounds like you don't understand the art, man. <laughs> yeah, I get up there and you know, I talk about how I used to get beat up in high school, and then I cry a little bit, and then I talk about how my dad kicked me in my ass and said I was a bitch. It's like, come on, man. You got you to gotta make stuff funny. You can make anything funny. It's a therapy you can't go session. Up there and run for office. You still don't understand comedy, man. <laughs> well, I would rather hear about child abuse than dick jokes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about a child being abused with a dick. That's what I want. I'm a happy medium kind of guy. When I was a kid, I got slapped around with my dad's dick. Dude, I came home late from school. My dad just started hitting me in the cheek with his helmet. It was all fucked up. <laughs> Instead of how's that? So how's Mr. Jonathan been? Is he still working like a bee? Where's the big bag of toppings? It was right here. Uh oh. We're missing. You, you hear that question, Pam? No, no. I'm I'm sorry. I'm focusing on work. What is it? What was the question? I said, how's Jonathan been? Is he still working like a bee? Yeah, he's been working like 11, 12-hour days, and he hasn't had a break. What? Yeah, it's just this whole week he's been working like 11-hour days. He's been up. He's been there early. He's been staying late. He's got a, He's been. He worked last weekend. He took a day off last week, but that was it. Like he's working so hard. We. And then he comes out to my stupid comedy bullshit where, like, I don't even remember hanging out last night. I was so drunk. So, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I really wish I, – I, both of us need to take – we both need a vacation. Yeah, it's just the vacation. way it is. I mean, I'm, I'm totally – Well, both you guys learn, so need down. to learn how to say no. Well, but yeah. to say no to what? Yeah. I mean, All these people just come in, they take advantage of you and grind you guys. I mean, at least Jonathan's making some money, but right, fuck, yeah. man. Well, Do you guys even remember what living life was like? No, I don't, actually. I don't remember what living like, life is like. I have no idea what it's like to not have to be... I'm const My schedule is constant. It's just grinding me down. I just every, I have to be places... See, I, while I was out here, I was like, you know what? We need to have some sort of like party event activity night where we take a night out of... or take a day out of the week and we just go out as a group of friends and just do something fun. Instead of just pounding away at this shit nonstop, because it's always going to be there. I don't, I don't know when that's going to happen. And I, but that's the thing. What I'm, is that what I'm that saying is, I think you all need to start I watching to The Walking Dead. I just don't want to organize. I don't want to do it. I, someday there will be a time when somebody does something nice for me, and I don't know when that's going to happen. But I mean, Jonathan's been really sweet, but I, I feel so terrible for him. He just puts up I didn't like hear a single word you said except for John. Oh no, I'm just I'm just fucking rambling because I'm 
so tired tonight. <laughs> I, now I'm high from the stupid tincture. All right, well, I got to hop off the horn here. I'm going to okay. make my way over to the grocery store and get some frozen vegetables and chicken breast. <laughs> Live like a king. Yeah, Yay. baby. Hey, you should buy vegan chicken and try it out. The fried chicken. It's really good, dude. Yeah, or I could buy regular chicken and not be a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Go enjoy your regular chicken. Bile dumb face. All right, guys. Bile dumb face. Have a good one. Don't get lynched. I'll see you later. <laughs> see you. That was old dumb face. Yay. Steve Poggi himself. Having the time of his Having life. Having the time of his life out there. All right, now we can turn the volume down. We don't have to listen. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord. Uh. And so it begins. No, no, Gail, we can't play today. I We just talked with Steve Poggi and... No, sorry. Sorry, Gail, not today. I'm too tired today. I'm too tired today to deal with sweet Gail. I just can't, I just can't handle it. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I need a break. We still love you. I, we, we still she's love not even listening. She doesn't listen. She doesn't oh, have a computer. Never, okay, never she mind. She can't hear anything. I'm doing my sweet Gail impression. She can't hear anything. Oh. No, I'm not answering the phone. Don't do it. Not playing today. <laughs> this Pam, no play. No play. I actually think that. Uh, and the, the, we'll, we'll keep talking for a while. We'll see what happens. Why not? Why not? Chit chat. Do you recall trying to make me food last night, Pam? Uh, <laughs> yeah, And then I woke up with this big bruise on my arm, and what? I don't know how <laughs> oh I got it. Wow! <laughs> Somebody grabbed you. It's like uh, someone like actually probably tried to shake me down. I don't know. It looks like someone grabbed you. Yeah. Did you walk home? What happened? I did walk down the tenderloin. I did drop my phone, crack the screen. Oh. <sighs> And I did almost pee my pants, and I end up getting a turkey club at some diner. Yeah. And then Tommy's joint? No, I did not go to Tommy's joint. I went to grub steak. I was looking for grub steak, and I took a wrong turn. I was down. Oh, what's that one place? It's over by a hotel or something. Further, I forgot the name. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about? And it's a bar too. And they do sandwiches? No, no, not this place. It's like a diner. It's right by the stupid cheesy sports bar. I think it's that's that place. I yeah. I could I Oh eleven oh one. That's it. Right there in the corner? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eleven oh one. Great place, great sandwiches. Yeah. Because I was looking for it and then I'm like, take a wrong turn. And then walking down and then I was like call my friend and then I forgot my friend's name and it was just time for me to go home. Uh-huh. 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 And it was, he got back to my house at like 10 Yeah. Responsible hour. 
and he woke up with a headache. Perfect. And meanwhile, uh, yeah, and you know what? When she comes back, we don't have enough money to continue, so it's no big deal. Is this live radio right now? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, live radio. Yeah, live radio. Like, <laughs> just Baby. Money we got money. Um, yeah. So, this is the AltaCast. Yippee ki Just gonna put these Ooh. things away. And then build boxes another day. I, so, who was that guy that just, like, cleaned it? Who's that dude? That uh, little douchebag is um, a guy named Josh. He lives with High and full of hate. Imagine if I wasn't high and full of hate. I'm, I'm just like, I'm so bummed because now we're done with this or whatever, and then I've got to fucking do a bunch of station lines. I couldn't even. I, what if I, what, I, I gotta, I gotta book those fucking shows. Fuck it, I'll book gotta, them for you. I'll put on the best shows ever. So who do you want? How many comments do you want? I'll find a bunch of comments. Tell me comics. I'll get you comics. I can't. I can't. I can't pawn the work off on someone else because they. Up. Just tell me the date, and I'll be like, "Hey, I need you here," and they'll go, "Okay, done." No, <laughs> I know, but then you, but then, then, then I don't get. See, you gotta understand. The only reason I book shows is because I need favors for people because no one ever books me, so I have to book people so that they'll want to put me on shows later. It's just the way it works. So if I give that away to somebody else, then they get the favors that no one's giving me anyways. So, I mean, I guess it doesn't even matter. Hey, I'm I'm booking it, but all favors go to Pam, okay? (laughs) I don't think that'll help. Really? I don't, I think that they don't, don't like me, and it's okay, I'm getting used to it. Like, it's, it's, it's getting to be okay. I knew this in high school. No one liked me, and I, no one's ever really liked me. Like, it's always like, I didn't tolerate You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, we'll deal with him. The fact that maybe you keep things real and people are used to that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I... Who is this, by the way? Big Boy's Pete Miller tells? And it says, another Big Boy Pete's first. The album of iTunes. I do like iTunes. A dozen music videos that make the psychedelic icons world of me- yeah, mischievous mayhem and magic to a whole new place. This is what happens when you get Big Boy Pete a movie camera for Christmas. Consider yourself warned. Act one, once upon a tune. What? Number two, Flicker. Three, Crazy Boy. Four, My Loyal Shadow. Five, Limey's Left in London. Six, Get in the car! Then there's an intermission, and it's upside down. Wild cards, I'ma ride my fender. 
Baby, I got a screwed by a baby. I got screwed by you. Last bus out of Nashville and closing it out with Winnie the Pooh. What the? Hell? I get sent all kinds of weird shit all the time. The fuck? I'm gonna send it back to this. It's a local San Francisco fucking PO box. I'm gonna send it right back. To <laughs> with a windmill? Is that a windmill at the front? That is a windmill, and on the back there's a UFO in the field. Oh my god. Who has a DVD player, first off? Hey, for all <laughs> listeners out there, if you send stuff to Mutiny Radio in DVD or CD form, it probably won't get listened to So we save yourself the time. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. Discipline and follow through. I was taught that that means something, and I'm learning like it doesn't fucking matter. It's all lies. It doesn't matter. It doesn't help. I mean, I might as well just be lazy. And I've been really nice for a long time. I'm tired of being fucking nice. I want to be a bitch. I think it's your time. I want to. I want to be a cunty bitch and just tell people how I feel. And I just. That's it. I'm done. You know, I'm fucking done. Being nice. I don't want to be nice anymore. I'm done being nice. Yeah. Uh, gotta be a boss. Being nice is overrated. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Especially nice if you're guys. being nice to hippies. Yeah, it's <laughs> just nice to anybody. I'm just. I don't want to be nice to comedians anymore. I just want to be like a mean person. Like fucking the whole love, everything's fine with her, and she's got resting bitch face all the time. Like, funny joke. <laughs> and she always looks like she's eating something that doesn't taste good. It's very sour. <laughs> It's the time, it's a new era. Paul Mitchell makes uh, Owens Patron. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not kidding. My grandfather had a tequila company. Really? Yeah. Paul, Paul Mitchell, Owens Patron. So if you're Patron, 
tastes like hairspray or mousse, you know why. Those out there, he's lying. Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Uh, I'm probably why there's so many ends, lack of Z's, lack of E's. Because we stole most of our names. Lack of S's? Native Americans. South Dakota. Nah, there's two S's, I guess. There's only one P. Pennsylvania stands alone with just the one P. No bees, no G's. I thought it was steak balls out of the house. So uh, this has been the AltaCast. 
Thanks to Latoya and Ethan for listening to me, bitch. I apologize. I'm just so tired. Okay, um, bye guys. The next show is Think Grow Love with Yehudit Steinberg, but she's not going to be here today, so I'm going to play an old one. Uh, and um, hey, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so tired. I just can't do it anymore. I just can't. I just can't do it. Okay, bye, bye. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you.